Hey, and welcome to Tomorrow. I'm your host, Joshua Topolsky. Today in the podcast, we discuss DT, SB, and MM, and M&Ms. I don't want to waste one minute. Let's get right into it. All right, Ryan, we're back. Look we're at back. us. We, uh, we, uh, we didn't do a podcast last week because of, um, I'm going to say, uh, mental illness <laughs> mental problems i'm gonna say i'm gonna blame long COVID. is that can i do that i feel like i had COVID. i don't know if i have any long COVID symptoms but you know i don't know that i don't have any long COVID symptoms i think can i can i just use it I, the whole world is running on fumes at the moment use whatever you want <laughs> okay good that's what i want to hear that's what i'm looking for uh a lot going on in the world none of it is good none I mean, everything's everything is bad, uh, and uh, I'm not happy about most of it, you know. But also, um, I mean, we're just like it. Just is. Um, I don't know. I want to be. I want to tell you. I want to bring good news to the listener to Tony. You know, I want to tell Tony that there's things to look forward to. You know, like the new. I don't know, this iPhone or something or. <laughs> What do we used to talk about? Regular things, normal uh, things. There's a Pokemon be game like, coming out tomorrow. Be like that game. Yes, I know. I have, uh, I have pre-ordered it for Zelda because her birthday's coming up, and uh, you know, she loves Pokemon, and uh, yeah, I mean, she got to play it. It's um, it's great. It's fantastic. Is it? You've played it? Mm-hmm. You've already played it? Indeed. Oh, man. It's fantastic. Oh, you. you. She was like, we started looking for videos. She was like, can we watch a video of, it's called like Pokemon Legends Arceus, right? Is that mm-hmm. what it's called? She was like, can we watch some videos of it? And I was like, yeah. And then I was like, wait a second. Like people are like, like have videos, like they have the game. This was like days ago, like a week ago. And I guess like it had leaked somehow or something. And uh, anyhow, she was very upset. I was like, I don't know how these people have it. Uh She's like, can we get it? I was like, I don't think so. I don't have a way to get it for you right now. I actually was like going to surprise her for her birthday, but then she, I, she sort of forced my hand because once she saw the video, she was like, I got to play it right now. And I was like, well, it's it's not here and you can't. And then I had to give her a little like carrot, you know, a little bit of hope, oh. a ray of light to be like, well, but it is it is going to be here before your birthday. So anyhow, it's supposedly arriving tomorrow and she's been talking about it all week and we're all very excited about it here. It's good. I hope it's a good, like, they build a good base to make, the next game will be, like, 10 out of 10 amazing. Uh, This game's really good. It, you know, there's still things that need polishing and stuff, but it comes down to more of the Pokemon business model than it does (laughs) the actual ideas behind the game, which are great. Well, she's been playing, she's been playing Pokemon Snap, which she really likes a lot, which doesn't seem like a game I would enjoy personally, but she seems to really enjoy it. And then, um... The other day we started playing Breath of the Wild a little bit, um, but Breath of the Wild is very, I mean, it has fights and stuff, but she's not, I mean, the, the enemies are sort of scary in Breath of the Wild yeah. in, in a way. They're not like kid. friends that you're making with magical balls. Yeah. 
So I think I feel like this new Pokemon game is like a little bit like a little splash of Breath of the Wild in a Pokemon sort of yeah, setting. There's a little you can tell. I mean, Breath of the Wild when it hit splashed onto everything, um, but yeah. I think <laughs> got everything wet. They took basically the Pokemon that they like making and then dipped it in Breath of the Wild and then whatever wasn't working, they like went back and redid a little. And it's right. interesting and it, you can definitely tell the influence, especially visually, even though it's like a lot uglier than Breath of the Wild. Um, but, you know, I mean, I think a lot of the ideas from Breath of the Wild have carried over into lots of franchises like um, Super Mario Bowser's Fury, which was like a mini game included. Um, Super Mario Brothers U, I believe, when that was put on the Switch. Um, yeah. And, I, you know, I, I think multiple, especially Nintendo games, but multiple game franchises have been impacted by Breath of the Wild. And then those impacts have sort of come into this Pokemon game. So it, it you definitely can tell. Um, but it, I, if anything, as weird as it is, Genshin Impact is like a Pokemon clone or um, Genshin Impact is like a Breath of the Wild clone. Um, yeah, Pokemon totally. reminds me a little bit more of Genshin Impact than it does of Breath of the Wild because it's a little like, oh how interesting looser and yeah yeah Breath of the Wild very much like it's like go wherever you want do whatever you want but there are specific set pieces built for you to do go enjoy um, right Genshin Impact and Pokemon both feel like they didn't have enough time to do specific set pieces so hmm. um, it's a little bit more procedurally generated and like a little bit more barren than you would imagine there's like less of that oh, okay. magic feeling but the but but it is a format in, that works amazingly well. That's way overdue. I, I'm going to write a piece whenever I have time at some point, probably next week. That's like, um, Poke this Pokemon game is like the best GameCube game ever. <laughs> but don't expect anything more than like a level of 2005 innovation because they just it's clearly not finished or they didn't get the chance building all these systems. They didn't get the chance to do all the things that they I think that let it lends itself to some like really big good stuff that they could do later but they're on this release schedule there they release a remake every year and then an original game every other year and then original game on those every other year off years um yeah and they clearly needed to get this game out however it's such a better direction i mean i don't know what's happening at game freak but they have entered you know the y2k era and thank god they have <laughs> Yeah, I I feel like a lot of their games. I mean, we got um whatever the last release was, uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I recognize we've talked about this before, but I recognize that these games are just like re essentially like remixes of you know a reboot. It's a DS game. I mean, you can tell we're pre-existing, and they are. I do think Zelda kind of was like, well, this is a lot like that, um, like Let's Go Pikachu. You know, mm -hmm. like it's it's a lot of the same sort of concept. You know, and I think. This is different. Uh, this will make her feel like she's playing. Like she won't. I don't know. I think this is. This will capture the feeling when she's playing it that I had when I played the original Pokemon. Um, and in the yeah. same same respect, the original Pokemon's kind of barren. And then when you get to either the remakes or the silver and gold, they clearly could e expand on all the things that they really wanted to do. Um, right. And th that right. feels similar. And I. I don't know. I really like it. I. I think. Of distractions you can have from the fact that the world is imploding in on itself at spectacular speed, um, it's a good one. Go for it. It's worth yeah. Worth I, the money. I, I think I think uh, I'm excited to see her get into it. I don't know. I, I think uh, it seems like it'll be less. Um, I mean, Breath of the Wild seems extremely complex in a lot of ways. Like I, I mean, I actually started playing it again because I 
uh, at, you know, she got interested in it and then I was like, oh, I should like pick it back up. And, and, and I literally, I'm so like, I've spent so little time in the game. I think I just got to the first real like plot point of the game. Mm. And, uh, and I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like I should be playing this. Like this game is good. Uh, but, uh, but I think it's, it's a little bit, it's a little bit overwhelming for her. Uh, and so we'll see, but anyhow, so that's the excitement, you know, uh, there's a new Pokemon game and that is a normal thing to talk about, I guess, you know, which is, uh, nice in, in, in like the shadow of all of the other completely insane things that are going on. And I'm just going to, I'm just going to mention a few of the things that are happening right now. Just, just casually mention a few things. That okay, are and then when you're done with that, I have a question for you about them. But you, you list us. Some. Okay, great, great. Um, they're banning uh, books in uh, schools. They're banning books about the Holocaust in American schools because they have the word "damn" in them. Uh, that's oh, what and claim. also, I mean, also I, LGBTQ people being mentioned at all. That is a book. Yeah, I, they. Uh, so if you they, have the book "Mouse" I'm, or. Um, a book about how uh, Emily has two mommies. Uh, prison now. Yeah, go straight to prison. Uh, um, Evangeline Lilly, the beloved actress who plays the Wasp in the Ant Man movies and uh, was on the great in the great TV series Lost, is an anti vaxxer uh, who uh, who was at a rally just saying all kinds of dumb nonsense. You know, another just another disappointment uh, from the celebrity set. Uh, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the, one of the liberal Supreme court justices is retiring and it's not entirely clear that Biden has the authority to put a new Supreme court justice, uh, onto the bench, which is unusual. We're going to have uh, a, considering a full bench of conservative whack. I mean, it's, it's like fucking handmaid's tale shit. And I hate, I hate when people are like, it's like the handmaid's tale, but, but I'm sorry, is. but. That is what they want. It is what they want. Like, you know, I don't know. The uh, the Oath Keepers were, you know, I just saw a video today about these Oath Keepers. There's like six Oath Keepers who have been, these are like white supremacists who are, were Roger Stone's bodyguards. Roger Stone, who's like a close personal friend and advisor to Trump. Um, uh, you know, there's like a video of them talking about how, like, how to do a headshot on Antifa people, which is like, I have to say, I'm not... Uh, it takes a lot for me to be kind of like surprised at this point about like the level of fucking insanity and and sickness in the in in the all, the the Republican and right wing part of the country. But I got to say, like watching a regular Americans, like American people, like people who are like, yeah, okay, like they, I I interact with guys like this all the time, not like Oath Keepers, but I mean, they just look like regular people for the most part. Talking about. That's shooting the tough thing other about Nazis. They like talking they don't, about they shooting don't other label till the end. <laughs> right. Just talking about shooting other Americans like in the head to like get a good like kill shot is like so fucking disturbing and upsetting and bizarre. And like it should everybody should be feeling this way. Like this is wrong. Like we need to do something about this. And yet, like it feels like we're in this, you know, constant sort of slow motion collapse. Uh, maybe it's not even in slow motion anymore. We might be going at regular speed at this point. Um, and you know, I don't know what else is going on. You know, the market is uh, the market is crashing, uh, and yet cryptocurrency and uh, NFTs continue to be worth uh, bill- supposedly billions and billions of dollars. Um, you know, and I just feel like we are, uh, and obviously, you know, four thousand people a day are dying in America from 
um, COVID from from the mild variant that we've all heard about, which if you're vaccinated is actually very mild uh, for the most part. I literally looked at the numbers the other day. I tweeted about it, but it's like, if you have not been vaccinated, you are 20 times more likely to die from COVID right now than if you're vaccinated. And like, I don't even know what to say about that. Like, I mean, in, 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 if you look at the, if you look at the landscape of like the Evangeline lilies of the world talking about, you know, being pro-choice, I mean, it's such a, there's such just absolute mental illness on within the right wing, like train of thought. It's like you're pro-life for babies, you're pro-choice for adults, you're not pro-life for anybody past the age of birth. Uh, you're like yes to the death penalty, yes to I war, mean, yes to fucking kill shots to Antifa. In, but they're not operating in good faith. None of these opinions are real. They're just reactions that they need to have to do whatever the fuck they want, which is they oh hate Jews. God. They hate they hate poor people. They like feeling smug, so they hate smart people. And then everything is just going to be a reaction to whatever inconveniences those people. And it's, it's, I, mean, it's I don't even think even it's know? about owning the libs at this point. It's about like self-preservation of their fragile egos. And I don't say yeah. that in a like, like woo-woo even... way. I think that that's seriously what's going on. Like what are they even what are they even mad about now? Like what is it exactly? I don't they even know anymore. They are mad that like... we think that they're dumbasses because for four years they acted like dumbasses. And the results of all their choices have been – Proof positive that it was a dumbass <laughs> choice and it was a lot yeah. of dumbassery. And they are so mad that we know that they're dumbasses that they will never admit they're dumbasses, which necessitates yeah. a lot more dumbass behavior. And right. No, that sounds that's right where me. we're at at this point. And, and I, I feel it when I talk to conservatives who are like, now that Trump's sort of out of the news cycle and out of their system, and, and I don't just mean family members, I mean like people I've uh, that I'm not related to, but I have tried to engage in conversations just to see where things are at. Um, and they have Trump out of their system in a way, but they're kind of like dry drunks where they're not drinking anymore. That's good. But all of the behaviors to that drove them to drinking are still happening. All the emotional problems are still happening. The worldview is the same. They have all the same relationships and they are desperate, absolutely desperate to get their hands on something that will take the edge off. And that yeah, I, and that is Ron DeSantis. That is Marjorie Taylor Greene. All these people. These nonsense people. They don't even really care about. They're just trying to find a methadone because somebody took away their fix. And like. Uh, yeah. It's. It's. Uh, it's. um. So they can say they don't care about Trump. They can say they believe in vaccines now. And that's all oh, great. I don't, think, I don't think. Who's saying that? No, no. no there that, are conservatives who are pivoting to saying like, um, you know, well, I'm vaccinated. I'm just for choice for other people. Or. People who are pivoting to say, like, you know, Trump was kind of an asshole. I liked a lot of his economic ideas, but obviously he was an mm -hmm. asshole. He didn't do a great job. You know who would? Well, aren't they? Aren't they? Yeah, who would, actually? Who are they saying? I mean, it's it, they, pick Ron your DeSantis? state. Pick your state. If, whoever the biggest Republican asshole is it Lee Zeldin because you're from Long Island? Is it Ron DeSantis because you're from Florida? Is it Marjorie Taylor Greene? Like, pick whoever in your state is the complete cartoon show dumbass that nobody else outside of your state can respect. Um, even Joe Manchin. And they'll cling on to that person and have plausible deniability for their person because they need uh, it so me. bad. They don't need someone to tell them that their dumbass bullshit is fine and valid and they're actually really cool and that everyone who hates them is an idiot. They like are – like it is – they're surviving. Their American exceptionalism, their feelings of superiority, their like white – 
supremacy, all of it depends yeah. on yeah. having someone give them permission that it's actually a good person thing to do, if that makes sense. It's really, it's really, it's, yes, it does. And I have to say, it's really, you know, a th- something I've been thinking about a lot lately is like for um, casually cruel, stupid people, it really is like, you know, uh, springtime. It's springtime for if you're casually for cool Hitler. And stupid, it's springtime for Hitler. <laughs> it really is springtime for Hitler. It's like the it's like the it's like the dickhead Olympics right now in the world, you know. And like I think about this on just on so many levels. Like I was just talking to somebody about about NFTs, you know, uh, and I was like, you know, the most offensive thing to me, the worst thing about NFTs, is that there's they have just created so much bad art. Like just literally, and I mean, let's just take all the financial stuff out of it. Let's just take all the com- whatever you can talk about cryptocurrency being bad for the planet, and you can talk about NFTs not being. You can't really own one, and sh- sure, whatever. And they're all scams, and their people are taking off with other people's money, and totally got it, you know. And they're racist, and they're sexist, and they're, you know, all run by Gary V or whatever, you know, all valid, all valid, and all true. But the biggest offense is that they have created a just we are awash in bad art. And I mean literally like just subpar garbage that we have to look at. I now, mean, people are know? just pumping. There are there are essentially Fiverr sweatshops just pumping out the oh worst art that even these artists just don't like. Fucking just like these dumb heads, like these fucking and it's like I, it's like, you know, it's like a real pog situation out there. I mean, do you remember Pogs? ninety knockoffs of the fucking I mean, at least with Pogs, the knockoffs looked like the other Pogs and there was ostensibly some kind of game you could play. This is knocking off a product that doesn't exist, that has no purpose, and is incredibly ugly like a pog. <laughs> I mean no redeeming. I'm just saying I'm just you know, saying it's like it's like they got as these a, like as a, these 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 tremendous turtles. <laughs> there's just as a, a person who loves as a person who loves to look at beautiful things is not a great time in the world. OK, that's all I'm saying uh, at any rate, at any rate. Um, so, yeah, it's just and then you've got Joe Rogan out here, my man, Joe Rogan. Uh, first off, I mean, first off, <laughs> I, sorry, I don't want to be rude to Neil Young, but. The other and I and I and I like I like Neil Young a lot. Okay, I think he's written some great songs, and there's he's a, I think he is a uh, one of the greatest you know singer songwriters of uh, of uh, you know the last hundred years. Okay, but and he is Canadian. Just to be clear, I just want I don't want to I want to try to like have him claim you know be like an American. He is a Canadian person um, by birth, I believe. At any rate, Neil Young was like I. Like, yo, of course, Joe Rogan's doing his podcast on Spotify, which now owns it. And uh, it's like, you know, he's like, yo, you know, like the vaccines are actually are killing more people than COVID or, you know, shit like that. Whatever, whatever, like the dumbest, worst idea you can think of, like he says it all the time. And, you know, obviously he's spreading an enormous amount of misinformation to his millions and millions of listeners. So Neil Young, like totally like a cool dude is like, this is bullshit. Spotify, you need to police this. This is bad. He's like just spreading misinformation on your platform. You're paying him to do it. Uh, And, uh, you know, Neil Young, who's very old, and God bless him, you know, just an old guy with like, you know, got like values. You know, he's a real person with clearly has like, like I care about this thing and I'm going to put my foot down. He's like, you know, I either take, get rid of Joe Rogan's misinformation or or I'm going to pull my music. 
Spotify was like, oh, okay, here's here's your music back, sir. Like, you know, without even blinking, Spotify's like, yeah, we're not going to pull Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is how we make all the money. Your fucking old music is not. Anyhow, so very sad situation for Neil Young. Although I've just seen that Spotify's uh, stock is tanking in after hours trading, which I love to see. Um, and, and But then, but actually, like the thing about Joe, sorry, go ahead. You were gonna say I was going to say, however... Interesting to note, um, Union Buster Adele Adkins, the famous singer who um, apparently Adele, hates the, unions. The Adele? The Adele hates unions. Um, She's like, uh, don't even think about joining a union. I can't believe I have to pay minimum wage for someone to play the bloody violin. Is that – oh, is this why Is this why she couldn't put on her show because there was a union issue? No, she didn't put on her show because she has stage fright, and so she comes up with reasons to cancel oh. shows all the time. Don't even so. think about putting me on stage. Her complaint was like, I... the set isn't cool enough, but they had you know, hired shouldn't... non-union workers and musicians. So – because the work wasn't up to par, because these were non-union people, she canceled the show, and all of the people she hired are now screwed out of what was guaranteed to be at least a year of lucrative work, um, with yeah. no recourse at all. Just if they moved there, if they yeah. if they planned their lives around this, because you know it's a it's a residency, right? Like if you work for Britney Spears, you live in one city and you get to go to your nine to five and work on a tour. That's a dream job, um, and you'd re up you'd uproot your entire life. It's Adele. It's not like she's not going to sell out. Uh, people did all that, and now they have no recourse in their entire lives. And she doesn't give a shit, mm. obviously. But mm. what bothers me is that she and Taylor Swift pulled all their music from streaming services in order to secure themselves a better deal with a better cut mm. of the revenue yeah um yes. haven't done Preach. anything even speaking out about joe rogan haven't pulled their music haven't threatened haven't unless they've called spotify no. on the back end and we haven't heard about well, it they want to get of invited those people give a shit so they good for neil young for giving a joe shit. rogan now i say good no huzzah to well apparently his uh apparently a lot of his fans are rallying now uh, and uh, a lot of class solidarity know, among the complete dumbasses who think that they'll be billionaire podcasters one day. I mean, listen, listen, you know, we may be you never know when you're going to become a billionaire podcaster. All you have to do is have the worst opinions and say them <laughs> with like the most confidence. I mean, it is it is it is a it is a true uh, it is a reality of podcasting. If you have the worst opinions and say them with extreme confidence, People will like line up to give you money. You know, um, the Romans invented vaccines. It's why their empire no, fell. <laughs> it's so good. Well, this is what I was going to say. I was going to say, no, exactly. What I was going to say is like the other thing that Joe Rogan's got going on um, The is that he had Jordan Peterson on, who I guess is out of his coma now. I guess he came out of the coma. Jordan Peterson, who was also Canadian, I want to state. And like, uh, we need to keep an eye on these Canadians no matter what they're doing. Um <laughs> Jordan Peterson comes on and, and they like there's there's a clip going around yesterday and and I okay so it's it's a very racist conversation okay um it, it's like <laughs> I mean it, it's it, textbook racist conversation it's like well, are well, black wanna, people I, even black how dare they well, <laughs> well this is this this is what I want to well this is what I want to talk about because um uh uh they're they're uh so okay, yes. I don't obviously don't listen to Joe Rogan, and I certainly don't have never on purpose. I've tried to avoid anything Jordan Peterson does or says because he's a complete fucking idiot. Though I've obviously exposed myself to enough of it to know that, because um, that's what I do. I get informed. Um, they had so they're talking about you know all manner of dumb shit, just like 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 just stuff that. And, and when I say dumb, I mean I mean when I say dumb, I mean legitimately like 
unintelligent. I don't mean I don't mean uh, uninformed. I don't mean ignorant. I mean just some truly like low IQ kind of shit that like people with brains that aren't really very good at functioning would talk about. Like for instance, Jordan Peterson went on some like rant about how you can't talk about climate change because the climate is inclusive of of quote unquote everything and they can't measure everything I, it's I, like I swear to god i'm at the edge i mean no no it's stuff it's like galaxy brain stupidity but then so they're talking about a um, climate uh, implies that you must climb and i've never seen yeah. an athletic scientist <laughs> right yes no it's like that it's like it's like when trump it's like when trump was talking about like uh a uh, climate change and and he, you know he's like well it's, it's getting warmer but uh, it's freezing in new york right now it's like uh, yeah okay it's definitely just whatever is happening right now is the is the climate you've got it no but anyhow like today at your house that's what's going on with that's all the climate. global climate you're like the entire planet can be summed up by whatever temperature you set your thermostat to. You You've got it. it. You've done it. Um, but <laughs> he's like, it was freezing in this room. So then what are they talking about with this warming planet? Okay, but anyhow, <laughs> my but shower then, gets then, real cold. <laughs> he's like, how's that? How do I run out of hot water? If I, okay, anyhow, um, so so yeah, he loves the guy fucking crazy about showers. But okay, but hold on, getting back to Joe Rogan, and Jordan you. Peterson, my two favorite buddies, um. Then they started talking about uh, Michael Eric Dyson and 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 uh, and and Jordan Peterson's like, well, you know, he's he's not even black, you know. I don't, I don't get that. They they're called black, but to, he's, he's more like brown. It's like, I mean, I just got to tell you, just like, <laughs> let me stop you. Some this is some of the dumbest utterances that have ever come out of a mouth. Like like take up just let's like leave. Okay, it's racist what they're talking about, what they're saying, how they're saying it, the ideas they have. They're just purely racist shit, right? Like the that the degrees of color of your skin determine whether we call somebody black or not, as if like the word black doesn't contain contextually when speaking about a person, you say they're black doesn't have a contextual meaning that goes beyond literally the uh, pigment, the, the tone of their skin, right? You understand? So- so, so, but they're like, that's the conversation they're having. He's like, you know, he's like, oh, it's so weird of it. Just not even, especially tan. I mean, that's like literally, I'm okay. I may be, it's not even those exact words. I'm paraphrasing, but it is not, Pretty but it's not very fucking far. close. And Joe Rogan, and Joe Rogan's like, yeah, I mean, unless you're like, uh, a guy wearing like oh just no clothes in the jungle. I mean, just crazy racist shit like that. Okay. And you're like totally black. Like, this is the actual conversation. And it, Unless what they're covered is, in Vanta black, the technologically yeah, yeah, no, created yeah. darkest black. Actually, you know they, you know, actually, when they say black, it's you know because there's now a paint that is actually the blackest black, and you can't really call yourself. You know black. what? Okay. That's not orange because no, oranges taste like citrus, and this paint just tastes like chemicals. But I um, <laughs> but I again, the confidence with which they have this conversation is so is so breathtaking. So I'm just saying for a second, I'm not saying to ignore the racism, which is blatant, but I'm saying just for one second, put it, just go, okay, just acknowledge that the within this conversation that you've got two racists talking to each other. Now, there are racists, I've heard racists speak and they at least like the level of their racism is like, they're trying to ratchet it up a notch. Like they're, they're maybe they have some facts that you haven't heard, or they've got some like statistics, or they've got, you know, these guys are just literally like, um, 
you really can't call yourself black if you're actually brown. Like, that's the fucking conversation they're having. It is so dumb. What I is mean, race? If I get a tan, am I Puerto Rican? That's like no, what I mean, the conversation it's like, is. It is literally. It's he literally that. says, it's like, I'm not white. I'm Italian. What? Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, you know, the Italians, they've struggled. They've been persecuted. Uh, You're white. You, know, you they, are uh, white. You, we are not living in the fucking no, 30s. No, the point is, the point is, the point is, yes. But okay, the conversation they're having is just so, and I just, I want to stress this, then we can move on from this. Just what is most unbelievable is how fucking stupid it is. And I don't mean because they're racist. They are racist. But what's incredible is how literally dumb the things they're saying are. Yeah, like, be a just better racist. That, at least put up I a mean, fight that even, like, even Even like elementary school kids, you know, would have a more sophisticated conversation. I mean, it is it is equivalent to like, you know, maybe what like two very young children who don't understand like what the word black means might say like, like, well, why do we call a person black if they're actually brown? Like, which is an innocent question that kids do ask stuff like that all the time. And there are obviously answers. And once you have those answers, you no longer are confused about why there's a spectrum of skin tone. And it, it but anyhow, Anyhow, I'm just like, I can't fucking believe that millions of people listen to this guy. He's so insanely stupid. And like, and I mean this in the truest sense, like I'm not making a call about his politics or his, or his, um, his racism or his political position, you know, whatever his positioning is on like, you know, vax or anti-vax, whatever. I'm just saying like, he just, he sounds when he speaks like a very stupid person who has trouble grappling with complicated ideas or even remotely in a small way somewhat complex ideas i don't mean like the most like i don't expect him to understand how the large hadron collider functions but like it would be good if he just had a basic understanding of like when you say black what it means because like uh, almost anybody what are even a, a couple of brain cells can figure it. like they're, yeah, they're definitely getting, listening think, to him talk even yeah. though that these are obvious facts i mean i know people who are i more think all i think all of it conversation who do listen to joe rogan it's like why i want to know what i you think get there's something really it. i think there's something really satisfying i think there's something really satisfying about hearing um you know, I've had arguments with people where I will argue, I will let allow myself to go into an argument. Like in bad faith is not exactly the term because it, it's like there sometimes you get caught in a moment where it like it feels good to say the thing that you know that another person will be annoyed by or that like you know isn't right but like you kind of want to say it anyway. And I don't mean like racist stuff and I, I mean of course he is saying that. I there I think it's really inc- like it feels really good for people to listen to him say things that sort of are like, yeah, he's like countering what everybody thinks. Like, and I want to be an independent, free thinker. And it makes me feel good to hear that my independent, free thinking ideas are agreed, uh, I, that another person agrees with me. And that person's like got a lot of people who like him. And it's like, I do think it's as simple as like, you like to feel like you're special. And you go through life a lot of the time feeling not special. And so when you listen to a guy like Joe Rogan who reinforces this idea that you have special ideas that are different from the status quo because you actually are a basic ass motherfucker with no original ideas, um, it feels really good and like heartening. And you're like, yes, like this is, uh, you know, this is really like, uh, you know, I'm being it's like, you know, it's like a being given a hug, like a hate hug, you know, a dumb, it's like being given a, a, a low IQ hug. You're like, thank you for appreciating my um, 
you know, it's like you, you don't have a you don't have good ideas. You don't care about other people. You want to believe that you're somehow removed from the rest of society and that everybody else is living a lie and you've got the secret knowledge that can unlock the, you know, open the door to freedom or whatever. And Joe Rogan is like, that's right, man. They're telling you to take the vaccine, but you know, bro, the vaccine's got poison in it. It's shit like that. Oh. It's like, you know, and it feels good to hear it because it's like, you know, it reinforces bad ideas. And frankly, a lot of people have bad ideas. I don't know. I'm not a psychologist, but I can tell you that um, it's good to be wrong. Okay. It's good to hear and understand that you're wrong. And it's good to like learn things. And I think if everybody was like a, got a little bit more comfortable with understanding that they're not going to be right all the time and that they make mistakes and that they can be wrong and that they wanted to engage in actual learning versus like reinforcing their own fucked up beliefs, uh, the world would be a better place. But we don't live in that kind of world. Um, we live in a world where, I don't know, where Joe Rogan and Jordan Peterson can discuss like the... Um, the tone, the specific tone of a person's skin and then like talk about how that means they're not black, which is like, it, it, it would be, it's offensive, but it, it's almost like in some way it's less offensive because what they're saying is so stupid, you almost feel bad for them. Like, like, why are you so dumb? Like, how is it possible your brain has such trouble processing information like this? Um, anyhow, so it's a, it's a nasty, bad world out there with a lot of horrible shit going on. Um, you know, which is why um, I'm thinking about getting addicted to heroin. Just, you know. Why? Really might as well. Ride the snake to the lake, as they say, <laughs> as Jim Morrison once said in a song. I don't think he was talking about heroin. And frankly, I'm not sure what he was talking about. But I wouldn't mind riding that snake, you know. I've been watching you know a saying? lot of Euphoria recently. I'm getting into Oh, Euphoria. so I saw some clips of Euphoria. And uh, it looks very stressful. It. I am... <laughs> so stressed out I've said it so many times In the last few days I am so stressed out About these euphoria teens I'm so worried about yeah, them you, And yeah, they don't I, exist I don't like it No I know I saw a scene In like a In a in a, in a bathroom And I was like This poor girl This is making this me is feel Very bad It's too It's it's. Too, I don't know If this is what's going on With teens honestly I don't know And I, I, I hope it isn't For most teens But um, I wanted to call My like, little brother And be like You know Do you do fentanyl and if you do do fentanyl, please tell me you're not licking it off of a, you know, drug lord. You know, I got dagger. <laughs> you know, I got. <laughs> I, 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 I got to say, they could they call the show Euphoria, but I think it's a misleading title. Um, I don't. <laughs> I don't think I haven't felt that way from what I've all. seen of it. From what I've seen of it, nobody on the show seems like they're feeling very euphoric, and I, I certainly don't feel that way when I watch it. Uh, I did watch the first season. I have not started the second season. I have seen a lot of people talking about it. Um, and, you know, my feeling is sort of like, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't, there's only so much I can take, you know, in this life. You know, how can I go from, how can I go from listening to Joe Rogan and Jordan Peterson to seeing Evangeline Lilly's hurtful, hateful, wrongheaded comments about vaccinations? To reading about, you know, any literally anything Kanye West does, uh, and then, um, how could I go and watch Euphoria? Does that seem like a good idea? Although I did watch Silence of the Lambs last night, which maybe in some way was, um, <laughs> I don't know, relaxing by comparison to what's going on in the world. You know, she big fat person. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I guess that movie's fucking amazing. Insane. So good. Just weird. Just so good. So it's so weird. Uh <laughs> you know, like it's it's really a bizarre film. Like I I can't I mean when you watch also by the way, uh, side note, I know this is not what we were talking about, but the the movie so directed by Jonathan Demme. The movie he directed before Silence of the Lambs was Married to the Mob, which is in my memory is kind of like a comedy. Very odd transition for him. <laughs> He's like I made this funny movie about a woman who was married to a mobster and was trying to get out of the Get out, get away from him, which is like, I think a kind of an action comedy. And then he's like, and now this, I'm going to do this one. Would you fuck me? Which is, yeah, which has like some of the, it has some of the most disturbing sequences. And it's like, not just one, it's like a lot of them. And I don't mean like, yes, there's some graphic ones, but honestly, it's much more about like a kind of mental uh, sort of, you know, like a dread than it is about F kind of like being presented with something really gory. Anyhow, whatever. I don't know how we got it because we we're talking about euphoria. Why is Khloe Kardashian um, trending? Do you scary, know why? She has scary hands in a picture. What? What does that mean? Her hands looked scary in one of the pictures. What do you mean scary? Like, 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 like Buffalo Bills? Oh my God, you're right. Like Holy shit. What Lord the fuck? Voldemort. Oh my God. What is going on with that hand? I, I don't know. Oh my God. Uh, Photoshop, makeup, uh, I assume lots of supplements of some kind. I don't know. It's weird. Creates man. this skin color. I, don't know. I tweeted this thing the other day. It was like, um, why do we call Khloe Kardashian white if she's gray? <laughs> These hands are crazy. <laughs> These cra- hands are crazy. These hands are fucking crazy. I gotta say, like, no disrespect meant towards my queen, Khloe Kardashian, but and yes, it is queen with a K, obviously. Um, but uh, this is insane. But um. The uh, I I tweeted this the other day. I I guess like I have you know screenshots or something, and they one of them has uh, uh, Kim Kardashian, and then I think the other one there's another screenshot which is like one of her sisters. I believe it's it's not Kendall. It's uh, Kylie, the other one, Courtney, Kim. No, no, Kendall, Kylie, Courtney, Kim, Chloe. Is Kylie the sister of uh, Kendall? Yes. Yes, I think it's Kylie, and it's like, is this the same person? And obviously, they're siblings, so I get it. But also, I think it said that because they've had the same work done, and like, yep. I think that Google's legitimately confused. And <laughs> but now I look at all of them, and I'm like, and I get, again, by the way, I think you should do what makes you happy. I'm not judging. It is odd to me, though. It is weird to me. It would, I, I think it would for me, it would be odd if my brother and I were like, let's get the same face. You know, like yeah, it is weird to move as a pack. Yeah, I don't know. Get a different face. It would Try be weird out a if different... I went to your brother's house and it was exactly like your house. Oh my god, <laughs> it would be it would be weird. It would be weird, but not bad. I don't think. But, uh, but definitely weird. It would mean <sighs> something. Yeah, definitely. Anyhow, but so yeah, there's a lot of bad stuff going on in the world, and and uh, I'm trying to just keep, just trying to keep it together. You know, yeah. um, I'm trying to f- look for the the helpers, you know, <laughs> but there aren't any logging uh, on to r slash anti work. Is that a thing? Oh, have you not heard? Should I look at Chaga? Should I look at that? You know, what's nice is Wordle. I like Wordle. Although Wordle kind of sucks, actually. I, I mean, it's very punishing. Sometimes you're like, this is horrible. Um, you know, have you, you really not heard it. about the r anti work saga? No. What is it? What? Tell me about it. Okay. So. This is my favorite story of the day. 
Um, so the, there's this subreddit called r slash antiwork that has been like slowly building over the last year a real following and dedicated user base of basically it's just labor solidarity and people feeling out the like early steps of forming a union or, you know, like labor activism. And basically like people are posting their horrifying work stories or scary text messages their boss sent or stuff that's clearly legal or clearly a scam being run to like a hiring scam or it, it it's just it's a place basically where the working class is realizing hey wait a minute we have a lot in common with each other um but it originally it was a subreddit that was like anti-work like anti ever having to work like abolish work altogether which like is a great philosophical conversation that doesn't seem likely soon um but obviously not related to the i mean you know they're both to do with jobs but not related to what's going on in 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 recent the recent year um so the new, the subreddit got like 1.6 million users over the course of a year and so that was pretty amazing and lots of news outlets have been covering it saying like is this the birth of a new progressive movement is this because the democratic party is actually a conservative party and people don't have anywhere to go for this kind of discussion and um, there's a lot to be said about like why this community has formed so fast and so right. furiously. Um, right. And so Fox News wanted to do a piece on it. So they contacted the subreddit moderators, obviously, um, picked out whoever they thought would be the worst at it and requested them specifically because obviously it's Fox News. They want to, you know, they can't let people complain about their bosses. They, you know, they've got some licking to do. Um, so they whipped out their boots and um, they invited on a moderator for the subreddit who I guess founded the subreddit back when it was originally for just like never work at all was the idea. And that person is um, about 30, uh, non-binary, autistic, and uh, has uh, doesn't hold a job and hasn't held a, a, a full-time job ever. Um, and mm. obviously – the interview did not go well. Um, it, the, they clearly were shooting it in some kind of basement. Uh, they did not look at the camera at any point. They said lots of non sequiturs. Obviously, they fell for every setup question that was like, have you ever even held a job? No, I don't like jobs. I'm against work. Well, then what? Are, are, you don't even contribute to society. Whatever Fox News is going to do. So subreddit melts down immediately because they look like huge dumbasses. It's really bad. Um, it's being made into memes all over conservative places, and it sucks because a lot of the momentum of the subreddit was people finding it through popular on Reddit or through memes and then, like, learning the ideas for themselves and being like, hey, all this stuff I've heard about how unions are here to exploit me, that doesn't seem true. It seems like they're here to X, Y, Z. Like, they're learning – they were learning through osmosis and memes, which is, like, the first time anyone on the progressive side has accidentally stumbled into anything effective, let alone, like, an executed <laughs> right. recruitment plan. And so, obviously – things looked really grim so the moderators of the subreddit were like hey you can't tell us that we fucked up so they locked the subreddit and started deleting everything um mm. all of this is so far inside reddit baseball what i find to yes. be very notable is that it, our anti-work moved to another subreddit called r slash work reform and in work reform they were like let's just rebuild anti-work um and we won't have those moderators um, overnight, almost 500,000 people signed up for work reform. Um, 
And that's overnight. They have to have heard about hmm. the news story, have a Reddit account, log in, feel pressing enough to go delete the old subreddit and log into a new one, subscribe right. again. Like that's a big amount of people to make a large push. I mean, if you're willing to do all this stuff, you're probably willing to vote. Um, and <laughs> it's pretty – I mean, it's uh, it, it, the labor – solidarity that has been happening and the labor movement pretty much the only thing that gives me even a shred of hope about the future or about like humankind's basic nature um but it, because it is emerging with literally no support from anywhere that america has built as an institution there is basically no political support no profit support no financial support no corporate support nobody gives a shit None. um yeah. nobody wants you to get a better paycheck except you and the people who get paychecks so for it to come up overnight is a real statement of like there's a huge swell of political power on the left that could be used by a left-wing party but we don't have any um and then our anti-work reopened its subreddit obviously now it's just a giant clusterfuck between the two of people like fighting and infighting and this shit's gonna go on for weeks um but all of which to say i find it incredibly hopeful that it was that big of a deal all this within subreddit drama over one mm. interview on a shitty fox news show that nobody who uses the subreddit would even ever see and it means mm. that people are really invested in this and i hope someone somewhere can tap into this unbelievable amount of political enthusiasm and pressure for basic labor reform um, yeah, and do something with it. But I, I, mean, I think, obviously, I, if I had a plan for it, or if I had anything in my background that would point to me being a respectable person at all, I would just yes. run for office at this point. He's running, but I would he's be running. At, although Donald Trump, a racist, would not be disqualified. Yeah, I, I, I would be know. disqualified because just... I talk about bussies or whatever. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it rightfully so. Really. Um, anyway, that's what's going down. It's pretty wild. Wow. Well, I mean, listen, I, there, there is, there is, there are certainly some, you know, some bright spots there. I, uh, I have to say, um, I don't know. I've been thinking a lot about the, uh, just the way we take care of people in this country. It's crazy. Or don't. You know, God, this is exactly how Joe Rogan starts stuff. Like, <laughs> you know, what's crazy, man, is, you know, it's like, you know, what's crazy, man, is, um. There was, a, there was a tribe that I read about in the Amazon, and they don't even get old, man. Like, they found you this ever, fountain. <laughs> listen, do you ever wonder, like, people just wearing shoes, like, why do we wear them? That's so dumb. It's so dumb. We have feet. Feet were, made, feet were made to walk around. You ever think ground. about the first guy that ever opened a window? What was, he, what was his deal? <laughs> what, what was what he was, looking what for? What was he up to? What do you think was out there? Well, he's just it's like crazy. Oh, there's a hole in this wall, but I wish there wasn't. But only sometimes. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. No, there's a great. There's a, there's actually a great tweet uh, I retweeted, which is like about. Maybe we already talked about this. I can't remember, but he's like, it's like Joe, it's a fake Joe Rogan conversation. But it's like, not to get back to him, but you know, he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, I really like hamburgers, but I'm trying to cut down on pork. And it's like the guest is like, uh, hamburgers made of beef. He's like, no, I'm pretty sure it's it's a pork product. And he, the guest is like, no, it's it's definitely made of made of beef and he's and he's like jamie can we check on that and it's like it's like <laughs> yeah it's like <clears throat> anyhow um but you know is there hope for for taking care of the people you know i think there's only one thing that we can do which is uh to to uh get a crew together like a heist style type of crew like a guy Ritchie kind of snatch situation and swim, get a get a you know like a scuba crew together, and go out to where that undersea cable is, that where the internet connects, you know, and just chop that fucker 
wide just open. End it. And be, just be done with it. You know, get under there, get down there to the undersea cable, the one that is making the internet work, and just chop it up and be done. And then we're and then we can be free of tyranny and we can live again. Uh, you know, I think that's the only answer. I'm afraid, although it's going to make it hard for me to. Who do you think was the first to guy servers. to ever cut a wire? What was his deal? That's <laughs> <laughs> <So> pretty good. <laughs> pretty good, Joe Rogan. You should do a Joe Rogan like a podcast. It's like Joe Rogan, but it's like, it's like it's just he's like exactly in the character of Joe Rogan. But I don't want to get this is a good idea. Actually, it is. I'll get my cat just set like, up with a tiny laptop. J- Diana, look. Just like up. a completely just nonsensical <laughs> Joe Rogan character i think that would be i think that would be good you know like you know how will ferrell has like he has a podcast where he's in the character of ron burgundy mm-hmm. yeah it'd be like that be you'd in be that in the character of joe rogan of ro jogan ro jogan exactly <laughs> ro jogan he would just like present like like thought-provoking topics for people to kind of mull over just talk a lot about ancient aliens and you know <laughs> and yeah. uh and football players I think it's cool. you don't like. <laughs> I think it's cool. I think it's cool. Like, like I read a lot of really crazy books when I was a teenager, and but then I got like I grew up and I learned other things. I think it's cool if you could just stay in that headspace. <laughs> what if the Being colors like, that I see are not the colors that you see? <laughs> How would it's we like know? That. It is. I think it'd be cool to remain <laughs> in that innocent headspace where you just like are like I'm not you sure just about smoke what. weed and are someone's cousin. That's just your deal. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what fa- I don't know about facts. Like I don't know about them. I don't want to know about them. I just want to imagine what like what can I think of as possible within my own mind. You know, don't like you like, know what could even be a fact because I could just go into Wikipedia and change it. So is it a right. fact? What are facts? Nobody knows. What are even facts. Anyhow, all right. What else is there to talk about? I mean, is there anything? I feel like there are other things going on. I honestly, though, it's like this week has been the longest week of my life. For we kept saying reason. we would I, talk about the analog pocket. So if we want to give some red, oh my meat, god, yeah, to the to the. Do you want to talk show. about it? Yeah, red meat. You've done a review. You're, you've got a review coming. It's, it's out. out. It's up. Um, and I have to say, let me just before I, I haven't read your review. I'm going to be. I'm going to just give it to you straight. It got posted uh, while we were recording, so I'm not sure. I see that. I see that. I'm looking at it right now. Um, I bought the Analog Pocket. I received it on like right at the beginning of the shipments because I because I got you know I was fast on the trigger finger. Um, you know, it's nice. It's great. Seems great. You know, if you have a lot of Game Boy games and stuff and and those, that 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 age of games, it's cool. I will say, but like. I have a lot of like handheld like emulation things now. I've got like a Retroid Pocket 2. I actually just got the, uh, ironically got the Retroid to- Pocket 2 Plus like the day after, or, like a week after, not the day after, but like two weeks after I got this thing. Um, and so I'm like a pretty experienced uh, uh, g- with gaming on a handheld system where you can play like old games. And I know it's like the screen is really beautiful and the controls feel pretty good. Um, and. You know, it, it you can put the card, you shove, shove the cartridge right in there, and it, you know, get the game going. I it, it doesn't. It wasn't like a revelation to me or anything. I wasn't like, oh my god, I've been wanting to play these games in their native state, and now I can finally do it. It just feels so. I mean, it's nice, it's fine, it's great, but like, you know, it's not. It, it's not a a revelation by comparison to playing like any decent on any decent emulator i mean like, the difference maybe you'll is, maybe you'll disagree there's any you can drive any car this is a very nice car um and yeah, the difference so. is the screen is really nice 
the the build quality is amazing. The buttons feel great. The D pad's a little, uh, but otherwise the buttons feel great. Yeah, the D pad, the D pad kind of like moves a lot. Like, I was like a little bit like D-pad. it kind of like has a lot of like a travel like in its you know just but kind of, like, I can't name a D pad that I do like that isn't made by Nintendo in 1998. So I I don't know I I uh, I gotta say I got a Switch Pro controller and I think it's superb. It's my um, favorite they, controller they, now. They, they've revised the D-pad on that a few times, and I haven't tried the new latest oh, version. Well, I got whatever the... Yeah, I just got it, because I was playing Dead Cells like a crazy person. I was like, I need a better controller. Like, my shit kept disconnecting. The, you know, the... Yeah. The, uh, the uh, whatever, the Joy-Cons are not, for whatever reason, don't keep a good connection. I mean, they're just trash. Like, they are just... Yeah. Junk. Yeah, they really are. But um, but at any rate, sorry, not to get off topic. So, yeah. No, not the build quality is amazing. The screen, the screen looks great. It obviously... I had to buy some games because I don't. I do have some at my parents' house, but I don't have them here. Actually, like one of my big missions is to go and just absolutely storm my basement and get all my old games and stuff out. But like, um, you know, it's 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 very niche. This yeah. is a very niche product. You know, it's for a very specific kind of person, and and even. In its current now, I, has it been hacked to play ROMs yet? Because it has they not. did hack. You can pack it to play dot wow. pocket files. Um, yeah, but no, I know I that. I've done that. The thing is that the OS is not finished. This like V one OS is not really V one. It's like V point six, and that when they drop V one point one, that will be like a polished enough OS that they can on the side leak to um, developers like how to work around their like very 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 basic copy production um and uh run rom files but they don't want people messing with the os until it's in a finished enough state that um it won't fuck with people's devices you know they don't want a flood of bricked pockets being sent back to them is that is that the is that the reasoning that's what i've Um, guessed at but obviously analog wouldn't say even if they liked me and they don't (laughs) um i'm trying to see if uh, i'm trying to see if uh I'm just looking to see if uh, if it has but, been. But ha- EverDrive, work. Um, flash. Yeah, EverDrive's work. work. Easy. Uh, they, flash they work. Omega works. They're a little. They're a little wonky. There's some wonkiness that I don't fully understand about. Yeah, um, there is. Like I got. Definitely I got Google an easy it. flash. Yeah, it's like I wouldn't say it's a preferred way to do it. I also had something happen. So I bought a. Um, actually, like, well, this a revelation that occurred to me. Uh, was when I started looking for games. This is actually during my um, COVID, uh, uh, during my COVID uh, quarantine. I started like looking for games, and I was shocked to discover that like to get the real Castlevania games for like the Game Boy Advance, they were very expensive. I did manage to hunt down a couple of copies in like so so condition for a reasonable price, though probably more than they sold for originally, um, which is saying a lot. And uh, and uh, I think. Um, I think, uh, you know, something happened the other day that, that I've never had happen on any of my emulated games, which is like the game froze. It like, it like did the thing where it like literally stopped being functional and I had to like restart. And I assume it's because like it like had a bad connection or as one of the, one of the, you know, I don't know. Something's like wonky. I, it was like you know something that would used to happen on the NES all the time. You know that shit when the NES would just like freeze on like a note. Who do you think was the first NES to to crash? <laughs> what was that guy thinking? <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. It's just too good. That's good. Yes, it's really yes. Good. I do remember I like when the it. NES would crash. I remember when my Genesis I mean, would crash. But this it thing was doesn't a have lot fucking... rarer of a um yeah of a well at any rate. 
This thing doesn't have it doesn't have fucking Wi-Fi. Like why? Why not? For something. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't I get have it. Bluetooth no, I, I understand audio, why. Which feels a little It doesn't have anything. No, it's bare bones. It's for it's for a very specific type of person. Yes. And uh and and you can go in on Reddit and you can talk to them and see them out there. You know, and it's fine. It's cool. I, I like honestly to me, it's very much like with everything now. I'm like, I can't believe this idea that I would like take a cartridge out and put it in a box and then get another cartridge and stick it in there. Like it seems wildly dated to me. Um, Psychologically, you know. it's good. I mean, I do like the idea. I still like using. I mean, I use flashcards. Let's be real. But I do like right. the idea of using original cartridges when they're available to me because it does kind of force you to enjoy the game you're playing and not be like, I'm going to put something else on or, you know, not value like, Oh, I finally got this cart. That's really difficult to get. And now I'm going to play the game. Like it's going to the top of my pile. I'm so excited about it. If every game is available to you all the time. And as someone who's worked his whole life to make every game available to himself at all times. Um, yeah, it's not yes. a great idea. Ultimately, if you're not like a super engaged gamer, who's burning through their catalog, because there's no reason for any of these games to have specific value to you. Um, right. But well, obviously yeah, I, mean, I don't think that, I don't think that people should pay $150 for a, like a Shantae cartridge that the developer will see no money from. Like, obviously I think that's a silly idea. Well, that, that shit's crazy. I mean, that whole, the fact that that market is, has blown up so insanely is, is really interesting just as a cultural artifact. Um, because I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a shortage of, uh, those games available. I just think like they got thrown out or something, you know, or they're just in somebody's like dresser drawer uh, or whatever. And um, anyhow, so sorry, I'm just looking at a uh, somebody modded a. So I have a tur- I have a Turbo Express here. <clears throat> the, one of the things I wanted, one of the things I wanted to do with the with the with the analog pocket was it's going to have a PC Engine adapter. Um, so you can put like PC Engine games in it, which you can also, which work on very small cards, which you can also play on a Turbo Express, which I happen to own. And now I'm looking at a person's modded Turbo Express, and I have to say it looks so fucking sick. And I really want it. I have a modded and Turbo Express. Do you? Yes, With the screen do. and everything, new screen, mm-hmm. bigger screen, new bigger screen. Wow, is this you? Are you uh, Neo Nickel? No, but if you go to my on... Instagram and scroll down on the grid, there's a picture of it. Wow, I'm not going to do that right now. But I will you know. do it later. I will do it later. Um, at any rate, so so yeah, so it's like I was, but you can't. There's no PC, uh, no PC engine adapter or Turbo Graphics adapter at this point yet, so they're not available. Um, anyhow, it's it's nice. It's fine. I don't know. What did you say about it? What what was your final observation? I think you know. Definitely go read the review. Um, I think. Oh, hold on. Yeah, don't 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 give it all away. I mean, there's probably some shocks and surprises in there, like a twist twist ending. Um, definitely go read the review. Um, but also, uh, I think it, I ultimately think it is a very, very nice device for, um, specialists and hobbyists right now. And down the line, if developers do actually support it in some capacity, by which I mean like old new versions of retro games, like, oh, I developed this new game for Game Boy, or if the FPGA cores end up being used for cool stuff, or if hackers find a way to like, mount roms on there and run genesis and super nintendo games then it's an incredible device it's the world's only fpga handheld and it is very yeah. nice for what it is and the fact that yeah that the only one that exists is in fact really nice is, is very great however today should you spend 200 dollars to receive one of these in a year no 
obviously nobody should do that. Nobody should spend $220 actually um, to purchase a thing that will not show up for them for a year. I waited over yeah. a year for mine and I pre-ordered it at the first opportunity. Um, and there's a million ways to play these games. And the fun of, of, of going back to these old consoles is partially doing or picking out the mods yourself and being like, okay, I want a really nice screen and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get a flashcard and I'm going to put, you know, Bluetooth audio in here and maybe wireless charging. And like, you can make it really whatever you want to make it. I mean, obviously you can only play Game Boy Advance games if you mod a Game Boy Advance or Game Boy games if you mod a Game Boy or Game Gear, et cetera, et cetera. But you know, you if, if 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 playing every game from every handheld is important to you, the Pocket still isn't the right choice, right? Like the the Retroid Pocket Two or any of those emulation um, handhelds are a better choice. So ultimately, it, if you care enough about the Analog Pocket to read a whole review, sure, go buy one. You were probably going to buy one anyway, and I'm telling you <laughs> that it's nice. If you've never right. heard of this thing. You don't need to know about it, and and you will hear about it if at some point it does anything cool. Um, right now it just plays Game Boy games in a really great format, but they're Game Boy games. I mean, we're talking about Tetris here. Yeah. No, exactly. Like I mean, you can get a Nintendo I, Switch for a lot cheaper, and most of the best games have been remade for modern audiences with by AAA studios, and they're on sale right now. <laughs> so I don't yeah, know. I. I well, I will say, yeah. I mean, I think there is something really charming about it. And it's like, a, it's like a. I like these like very specialized pieces of hardware. I, I mean, you're talking really to the cool king about, of it over here, uh, right? You know. I think there's something really cool about having like this thing that has such a specific use. I just wish that like I love that I can put like a GBA cartridge into it. Like I love that that's possible and i love that i'll be able to go get my old game boy games from home and stick them in and play them and honestly i am looking forward to playing like robocop on this you know like but but um with the greatest opening music of any video game uh, in the history of video games um but uh the what um what i would like to be able to do is have the choice to put a bunch of roms on there cuz i know this thing can emulate pretty much not anything but a lot of things I would love to have the utility of being able to play ROMs for games that I have that I like to be able, you know, I would like to be able to play like easily on a really great device. Um, that, because like the Retroid Pocket or whatever kind of suck by comparison as a, just like a piece of hardware. Um, and it's like its interface is bad. It's just like not well designed really for what I would like to do. Um, I wish there was there, there at this point there was the optionality of of doing like like I I got the um the SN whatever their SNES um, SNES as some people call it some people horribly call it Super NT yeah the Super NT and I got like the um the I think they did a ghostly version like a ghostly collaboration it's like really fucking cool and I do have you know a few games that I can stick in there but it also you can um. It, you can hack it. You can jailbreak it, basically. And then you can, like, put an SD card in there with a bunch of uh, ROMs and play them, yep. you know? And and uh, and it's and it's awesome. Now, I, I have only done that for, for SNES games, but... And it only works for, like, you know, 95% of the library. It doesn't work. Right, right. Uh, but I think... Um, I think that, you know, I, I kind of would like them to see it. I'd like to see it opened up, whether it's by hacking or otherwise. I'd like to be able to do both things. So, you know, that's my, I'd say that's my kind of final thought on it personally, is that I don't find it that convenient because it's like sometimes I want to play, you know, 
the Castlevania game I have on a cartridge, but there's a lot of times like I'll play something for a few minutes and I'll decide to play something else. Now, one thing I am planning on doing, whether I do it on this or elsewhere, is I want to play um, the Mother games. I guess I'm get I don't know, like I'm not really sure where to start. I think I might just play Mother Three, and um, that, I would if I were you play the original Earthbound and then. Play well, the I got so I downloaded. Um, I got to figure. I guess I can put them on the flash cart that I have, but um, I downloaded. Well, wait, what are the, what are they, what systems are they for? Is the original one, I, I got all three of them. So there's an original first two games, Mother 1 and 2, that were, um, the original one is for NES. And then when they came to the US, they did a remake called Earthbound and made it a little prettier um, for SNES. And then Mother 3 was supposed to go to N64. It got scrapped, but essentially what the idea was was redone for GBA in the style of SNES game. Right. This is all very confusing. So I downloaded the translate, like the whatever the official or the fan translations or whatever the there's like there was like somebody there was because there's a conversation about this. There may even be a subreddit for it. Uh, and people are like, what's what should I get? And they were like this. Here's all three of them with the um, with the English patches, you know, I guess because they were fan translated. Are you familiar with this? Am I making this up? Yes, I am familiar with the the fan translations um, because Mother 3 has never been released in the U.S. for some reason. Um, So there's a very, very polished fan translation that the fans have offered to Nintendo. They can just use this extremely polished fan translation. Just please release it officially so people can give you their money. (laughs) Yeah. So I have... You just need Earth. So I have have Earthbound, I have Mother 1 and 2, and then I have Mother 3. And SMC, that's a... That's a... That's a... The original one, there's an NES version. Are they all Super Nintendo? Oh, but they did Mother Three for the Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. That's it. Because that was the that was got, what got me down the rabbit hole. Was like people were talking about what games are you going to play when you get the pocket, and then the mother. Somebody started the mother conversation on one of the Reddits or whatever, and I was like, oh yeah, I was like, I've never played that, but I've like heard a ton of people talk about it. Like I should, this should be my opportunity to go and play it. So, all right, so I'll have to play. What you're saying is I'll have to play Earthbound on my Super NT. And I'll have to play Mother 3 on this thing. Yeah. Is that the idea? Yeah. Huh. Here's what's actually going to happen is I'm going to play them all on my PC. <laughs> <laughs> like, here's what really is going to go down is I'm going to fucking play them with an Xbox controller on my PC hooked up to a 4K 65-inch television. So just the way the creators intended. Anyhow, all right, we should wrap up. I got to go because uh, Zelda's just got home and I have to go have dinner with her. Oh. Because I'm I'm a family man. Um, do you have any nice do things? It. I do have nice. God, do I? I don't know. After this conversation, bleak. Oh, 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 oh! I do have a nice thing. I do have a nice thing. You want to hear my nice thing? Yeah. Okay. Here's my nice thing. I so I've decided. Well, listen. I mean, I love to acquire things. Obviously, I'm a highly acquisitive person. I'm very into purchasing items and then like either looking at them or using them. Usually a combination of the two. Uh, I, I like uh, some time ago, several months ago, I remembered these speakers that were originally they were originally called Blue Room speakers. They are these like weird uh, speakers that are in the shape of like essentially, if you can imagine, three balls stacked on top of each other. They are like really, really weird. They look like an HR Giger designed. They're the iconic like speak- 90s speakers that look like a butt plug. Yes, yes, yes. Exa- or that dog toy, the Kong. 
<laughs> yeah, um, the Kong. Yes, yes. You know what I'm talking about? You put which is you like put a thing peanut you put butter, peanut in the butter inside of. <laughs> yes, and the dog. It's like when a dog's really annoyed, you put peanut butter inside of a Kong, which looks exactly like a butt plug, and and it just licks the inside, the whole of the Kong, which is disgusting. And honestly, they love if it. If you've ever heard it, if you've ever heard a dog licking peanut butter out of a Kong, it is like one of the worst sounds of all time. They but at any rate, love it. <laughs> they do love it. But anyhow, so these things look like a Kong, kind of. But I remembered because, like, when I used when I first started like going to raves and DJing, they were advertised. And this is in the '90s. They were advertised in all of like the rave, you know, like BPM or like Mix Mag or whatever fucking magazines, British magazines I was reading. They were advertised, and I was like, "Oh, these are so fucking dope!" Like, I wish I could, but I couldn't afford them, or I didn't know how to get them, or whatever. But I remembered, you know, a few months ago, like I had saved an image of them on my Pinterest. I have this like Pinterest board of like my per. It's like just a personal board that is a private board that where I'm like collecting things that I want or just am like like thinking about and want to keep a you know record of them somewhere. And um, anyhow, I was a few months ago. I was looking at. It, I was like, fuck. You know what? I should get those speakers for my office and. I started hunting them down, and it's like they're made still. There's like a new version of them. I mean, they're 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 uh, the same things, but they're like you know made by a new company, and they've updated them in all these different ways. And it's like I was like, oh my god, you can just buy them now, and they're not that expensive. In fact, they were having like a New Year's sale. This is like in the early part of the. Uh, no, I guess it was in December. They were having some kind of like Christmas slash New Year's thing or whatever. And I was like, I'm gonna fucking get these. And then I was like, okay, you can only. You you can there. It's a Denmark based company, and they don't ship to the U.S. They ship everywhere but the U.S. Basically, so I went through this crazy process of this using this like third party service that like buys a thing for you in a foreign country, and then they ship it to like a person, and then the person ships it to you. And I'm like, oh, this is a total scam. Like I will never see this money. It's gone. Like I'm I've like just randomly chose it from like googling. No idea who the company is or what they do or whatever. I'm like, this is, I'm just kissing my money. Goodbye. Bye. But I rolled the dice. And you know what? Like a week ago, they fucking arrived in a box from Denmark. And I couldn't believe it. And I, I'm looking at them right now. They're sitting on my desk. And they're so awesome looking. And And I have to say, I've been filling my desk with all of these weird shaped items now. So I have like, I have the the teenage engineering um Computer one is my PC case. Okay. I have the square monitor, the one one ratio fucking ISO square monitor. And now I have these fucking weird Kong speakers. And Laura got me for Christmas, she got me uh, an angle poise. Do you know the lamp? It's an angle poise. It's a famous British work lamp. Um, they're like the classic, like, you know, you know, like an architect's lamp, you know, with the with the hinges. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah, Pixar like lamp. The, the, yeah, yeah, the Pixar lamp. This is like the classic like European work lamp. They're like very famous. And um and she got me, they made a series of them that are like Paul Smith branded with these crazy weird colors. Like they just have like very like each part of them is like painted some weird color. So they're like multicolor. She and I and this was another thing that was on my list. And we made each other Christmas list this year. And I was like, I'm gonna put this on here. Like, I'll never buy this for myself for whatever reason. And I didn't expect her to buy it, but she did, which was amazing. Anyhow, so now my my desk is filled with all of these like unusual items, which I which I feel is very satisfying in a way. Uh and um anyhow, the the, the these no, by the way these speakers are not made they're no longer made by the company uh, Blue Room I think they're made by a company called 
um, they're called the company's called Pod Speakers, which is you know very unoriginal, but um, <laughs> um, the company's called Pod Speakers, and they make them. They sell them in. Uh, they actually have a bun- bunch of varieties. I got them in white. They make them in other colors, and they do. I think like occasionally they do like drops, like um, and they also have a Bluetooth version in case you're like not motivated to. Um, right now you can get them in red, black, and white. Now I did debate getting red, but I think I made the right choice with white. It's kind of a classic. You can't go wrong. Um, at any rate, you can't get them delivered to America. You have to go through an insane process. But I did it, and I'm feeling really good. And you know they sound great, and they look great. And now the, all the zero people who ever come to my office are very impressed uh, when they walk in here and see what I got going on on the desk. So that's my nice thing is the pod speakers, a.k.a. Blue Room, Kong speakers. And uh, that's it. What do you got? Two quick things. One is um, the HBO Max and Fran Drescher made a promo for the nanny's complete run being on HBO Max. And they brought in Renee Taylor, who is 88 years old and used to play Fran's mom on the show and is as sprightly and delightful and sharp as ever. And the short little promo is like, I don't know, 30 seconds long. And it's hilarious and very cute. I'm not going to recap it. That's dumb. Um, It's on her thing if you give a shit. The other thing is... um, the green M&M, um, apparently they're making the green M&M less sexy as a publicity stunt to cover up for the fact that Mars is being sued for child slave labor violations. Um, oh, wow. Okay. But, you know, we're all talking about the green M&M. So um, put the child labor stuff to the side because, you know, it's not like we're going to do anything about it. Um I love that the green M&M is being celebrated as the dirty little slut that she is. I think it's great. I think, you know, she is a... Um, a bimbo icon and um uh, yeah. she's a cock destroyer I, 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 I saw the i saw the art i think they put her in different shoes or something like i i don't know man i i think we all need to we need to get uh i hate to be like a anti-mask or whatever but we gotta get out of here we gotta get out of our houses we need to get out into public this is <laughs> this is we cannot be having extended conversations about the green m&m it just I just don't think the highly erotic green M M&M. and M. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll fuck the green M M&M, and M, okay, or or let the green M M&M and M fuck me, whatever she wants. But but whatever she's into, whatever she wants to do to me is fine with me. But uh, or with the green M M&M, and M, famously a Euphoria team. <laughs> she really is like a Euphoria <laughs> character. At any rate, I don't know, man. Tucker Carlson did like a segment on it or something. I just think we've we're beyond parody with like reality right now, and. Uh, <laughs> gives a shit i want to I, mean, I want to get somewhere else their i want to get somewhere else in life how do i get out of this how do i get off of this planet i just need the i answer. have to ask you before we go and before you leave the yes. planet um you know when we started doing this podcast america was not normal but very much a conventional place do you think we're causing all of this i mean it's it, it does seem like <laughs> by continuing to do the it podcast. does seem like the with with the with the start of tomorrow there was a kind of slow decline in american um reality uh i do it's just possible that it's possible our topics are in our conversations are so provocative and and mind altering that we're having you know ripple effects out through reality that we can't see so you know, I think obviously there's very there are some people who are very well placed individuals that listen to what we do. Some very important people who are listening to this conversation. I know that, you know, like my man SB, uh, he's a big fan and he listens. 
And, uh, you know, does that, is it reflected in his show? I don't know. Uh, you know, in his, in the policy, he helped my man, uh, DT set. It's uh, hard to say, but, but, uh, I know that they're, they're listeners and lovers of what we do. I've gotten a lot of fan uh, mail from them. Uh, you know, and, uh, so yeah, are we affecting reality? It's possible. You know, I got a, I got an ice cream eater who on a regular basis sends me, uh, an email to say how much he's enjoying it, you know, on his way to Coldstone Creamery or just returning from Coldstone Creamery. Uh, gotta have it. You know, Love it. I got a, I got a, I got an old Southern gentleman with, by, with the initials MM who tells me all the time he loves what we're doing. Uh, fine Southern gentleman. But, you know, is it affecting policy? A grand wizard, even. <laughs> grand, a grand wizard. Uh, is it affecting policy? Is it affecting reality? It's hard to say. You know, it's hard to say. But I think we can't rule it out. Well, while we figure that out, yeah. let's get let's out of get here. Out of here. All right, bye. bye. Well, that is our show for this week. We'll be back next week with more tomorrow. And as always, I wish you and your family the very best. Though I've uh, just learned uh, on a Tucker Carlson segment that your family has uh, become unsexy and therefore undesirable to eat. <laughs>